You're listening to Under a Pile of Books, and I'm your host, Calvin Park. This is a special end-of-the-year episode of Under a Pile of Books, and so what this episode is all about are my top five cover arts from 2019. Let me explain what I mean by that to give you sort of an idea of of what I'm talking about, because there's a little bit of interpretation here for what constitutes cover art. I am looking specifically at cover art, not necessarily the covers themselves. So I'm looking for the artwork and that that's on the cover. The cover design is absolutely super important. uh, And I think the uh, all that the my top five i think in addition to phenomenal cover art also have phenomenal design but i'm looking specifically at the art for this Uh, i'm also looking specifically at books that have released in 2019 so we're we're kind of isolating things that way in terms of how i've chosen now you know, beauty is all in the eye of the beholder, right? Art is incredibly subjective. That goes for novels, and that also goes for, certainly, artwork. So, you know, everything is going to be sort of my interpretation. But what I'm looking for is, first of all, quality. Now, I'm no art critic, but I want it to be good quality artwork, more than just, oh, it doesn't look like, you know, a, a elementary school student doodled this in their notebook, but 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 quality artwork. Uh, number two, does it capture the feel of the book? So what's really important for me whenever it comes to cover art is that the art captures the feel of the book that may be that may mean uh, a certain grimness or grittiness to the art if the story is say grimdark or uh, if the story is hopeful something in the art that captures that it could be something to do with characters if uh, if the, the, the feel of the book is more, say, character-driven, whatever. It just needs to capture the feel of the book in some way. Uh, and then number three for me is, does it catch my eye? You know, I want it to be something that isn't forgettable, that I'm going to notice. It's going to catch my eye, uh, you know, if I'm, if I'm looking kind of real quick at it or whatnot. And going along with all three of these, I I tend, well, obviously we're talking about uh, favorite artwork, top artwork. So we're talking original artwork here. Obviously there is a, a fine line between graphic design and original art. And I'm not saying that graphic design is not art. And I realize that most art uh, for covers is digital. So 
I'm not really saying, you know, that I'm not talking graphic design. I, I'm just, I prefer original artwork. That's, that's what we're talking about here. And for me, my preferences tend to run more toward a scene or some sort of a depiction of something that happens uh, from the book itself. Another way of putting this is artwork that I love is artwork that I could conceive of hanging on my wall. Like if, if I look at something and I'm like, oh, I wouldn't mind a print of that to frame and go on my wall somewhere. Uh, that's, that's what we're talking. Like if that's what I'm thinking when, uh, I think of my top cover art. So those are sort of the, the very nebulous and obviously very uh, me artwork that we're, we're talking about. So without further ado, my top five from 2019. The first one is from artist John Anthony DiGiovanni, and it is his cover for Fortune's Fool, or his cover art for Fortune's Fool. There's a whole lot that I love about this cover. First of all, it depicts the main character. Uh, there, so from, from that perspective, it's, it's already kind of captured my attention, but it is an attention grabbing piece. The character Kyra is front and center. We see her metal arm, which plays a major role throughout the book. Uh, she is sort of partially drawing, uh, her sword while tossing, uh, some cards out on a table. The, the clothes that she's wearing, the room that she is in, the feel of the art itself all really captures the Renaissance Italy-inspired setting of the book. It is uh, a great piece. It's eye-catching. It hits all of those things. Obviously, it's quality. And, you know, I think it really captures the feel of the book really, really well. So I love it. Whenever I first saw it, I loved it. And that is why it is my number five uh, cover art from the entire year that I've seen. And I should mention, I did not limit myself to only books that I've read. I've read uh, about 103 books for the year. And I did not limit myself only to those 103. Obviously, I included those 103, but I included uh, other artwork that uh, I've seen uh, and has uh, on books that have been on my radar, but perhaps uh, I've not yet read. So I've uh, tried to include all of that that sort of cover art as broad uh, a spectrum or as broad a net as I could cast. So my number five, Fortune's Fool by John Anthony DiGiovanni. Number two on my, or excuse me, number four on my list. So Fortune's Fool was number five. Number four on my list is a piece by Amir Zand, and this is Spit and Song. Okay, again, this is eye-catching. It's a scene straight out of the book and a significant 
scene straight out of the book, and it captures once again the feel of the novel so, so well. The environment that's depicted, the the, the strange kind of armadillo, massive giant armadillo thing, uh, the 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 what's in the the background uh in terms of this this kind of uh ship that's that's depicted there very significant scene from the book comes across great i love the colors it catches the eye uh it makes you feel in a lot of ways like you're right there uh in the book and and i think i think great cover art does that it i think great art is evocative and certainly this cover art is evocative so really really love spitting song from amir zand and uh, all of these you can look up on your own just google the uh, name of the book and the name of the artist uh, and or Google the name of the book plus cover or something like that, and you're 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 going to find uh, all of these uh, and uh, and be able to see the artwork for yourself. It's one of the problems of working in a podcast that is audio and not visual and trying to talk about cover art. So uh, number five, fortunes full. Uh, number four, spitting song. For me, number three is by uh, Felix Ortiz, and it is Never Die. This is one that, again, eye-catching. Love it. it immediately, the, the feel of the art takes you in to the feel of the book. In this case, it's actually not a particular scene from the book, but it's the main characters from the story, uh, sort of on the the cover piece. I love this um, I, again for all the reasons that I've mentioned before. It's just top notch. I, I particularly like the work with the clouds on this one and the light sort of coming through the cr- the clouds, which is part of what I think uh, captures the ambiance so much. Uh, but there's also some nice detail pieces, including uh, the weapons that the different characters are using. Uh, they're accurate toward what is in the book. Uh, and I, I really... I. I I just I love that when you get those little details right, I think it's really worthwhile. Uh, so love love all of this. I would totally 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 get this. Hang it up in my office. It would be awesome. Uh, so number three for me is uh, Never Die, the artwork by Felix Ortiz. Continuing right down my list, getting to number two, and I, it, it was hard to order all of these, I'm going to be honest, and, you know, I limited myself to just five because I knew I could have created a list that was probably 20 
or 25 books long and and had a, a fairly difficult time ordering all of those within that that 25 but i felt like these five were were ones that i just really stood out to me and uh, i liked um, a lot and obviously there were some great artwork out there that did not make my top five and there's some that would have ended up you know as number six or whatever and just really, really difficult because there's so much great cover art out there uh, and so many really great uh, cover art for 2019. I'll also say that there are some really great covers for that that released for books that released in 2019 that don't necessarily have original artwork as part of the cover, but that I still thought the cover was excellent. So there's that as well. But Number five, Fortune's Fool. Number four, Spit and Song. Number three, Never Die. Number two, for me, on my 2019 top cover art list, is a piece by Britt K. Cayley, and that is Cursebreaker. This, I love. I would, as weird as this seems, because it's kind of a creepy sort of sort of piece but i'd totally put it up in my house somewhere uh you are also talking to the person however who has uh the a print of michael whelan's cover art for words of radiance and way of kings hanging in his living room so occasionally when people come over they ask me why is there this sort of glowing dude with a spear kneeling down uh, and this guy all in white on a like standing on top of a pile of bodies in a painting hanging in my living room. So uh, understand I don't mind displaying fantasy-related artwork throughout my house. Nevertheless, Cursebreaker, Britt Cayley's work here is really, really great. So much, uh, it, it captures so well the ambiance of the book. It's probably the thematically the darkest cover uh, cover on here just in terms of the the palette that's used most of the others uh, never die was a little more uh, subdued in terms of the color palette curse breaker much more so it's it's fairly dark there's some sometimes what i like about art is when it hints at things rather than uh, maybe fully showing it. And while the artwork is certainly detailed, we have uh, sort of the hint of more blood giants in the background. In the foreground, we have uh, a real sense of scale on the cover, uh, the cover art, where we have Vaughn and Ivana uh, sort of in the midst of movement and action fighting this this blood giant that's just huge and enormous and so we get this sense of scale uh, which i love i think that's really cool again it's a scene straight out of the book lots of fun there and the the interplay of obviously it is very dark but there's some light and some shadow that brit uh, kaylee is working with here that 
I really like the eyes, uh, all of this, the, particularly the way she's made because they're glowing, the eyes kind of stand out uh, for the blood giants and, and use that again in the background to kind of hint at at more and, and others. And, and I really, really like that. Uh, it's great. Uh, again, catches the eye, uh, immediately intrigues me. Totally something that I would put on my wall somewhere in a frame. So my number two for the year, Britt Cayley's Curse Breaker. All right. Now we're down. The big one, the top one on my list, number one, number one for me, 2019 cover art. And this one is by artist Jeff Brown. And it is his cover art for Ioth City of Lights. This is a phenomenal phenomenal piece of art. We see the titular Ioth. What I love, what I love is how, again, Jeff Brown has given us a sense of scale with this. He has given us a view of the city, which is in so many ways a character in this story almost by itself. So he's given us a visual of, of that. But he's also played, I think, in just a wonderful way with light and shadow in this piece. And he's used the light to highlight a uh, one of the important buildings from the story. Uh, and then you actually have a section of town known as the Ladders that is in the foreground. And I love that perspective almost as if perhaps as we're looking at it, we are on a building ourselves and we're looking out over the city. And so there's some, uh, some really cool work with perspective and making the person viewing or experiencing the art feel like they're a part of it. You... You know, I feel like if, if you could print this on something large enough, you know, like life size, you could sit in front of it. And if you were close enough to it, I feel like you, you would feel like you are there. You're, you're part of it. You're just, you know, you're looking out and this is what you are seeing, your eyes. I love it when artists play with perspective and and putting the the viewer into the scene that their art depicts. Uh, I think that Jeff Brown did a phenomenal, phenomenal job with this. Uh, also, as I mentioned, the the interplay of light and shadow on this, um, the the way he manages to capture the feel of a city without getting uh, bogged down in uh, or overly bogged down in, in maybe detail, allowing uh, sort of a, a, a vagueness to to stand in. Great. Love it. Uh, I think it's really, really cool. Well worth it. Uh, just to, to just, I, this is, this is the kind of thing that I, I would just, I 
totally would put on my wall and and just talk about it with people because I just think it's it's that it's that cool. So Jeff Brown's uh, cover art for IOF City of Lights, my number one from 2019. So again, the list is number five, Fortune's Fool, number four, Spit and Song, number three, Never Die, number two, Curse Breaker, and number one, IOF City of Lights. Congratulations to all of those artists. Your prize is nothing except the fact that I absolutely love these. And you all, I hope, will go take a look at them. Uh, love them too. And uh, sure, go ahead, check out the novel. Absolutely, all of these novels I'm, I'm happy to, to recommend to you. But uh, also go check out the artist's website and some of their other work. Uh, a, a lot of it's really great, really cool. Uh, so I, I love... Uh, I, I love how, you know, these artists haven't just given us these, uh, cover art, uh, there, there's, there's more that they do. So go take a look at that. Uh, but certainly these are my top five for 2019. Thanks so much for sticking with me this far. You will, uh, find next week, another special episode of Under a Pile of Books. This one will be my top reads of 2019. More details in that episode when it drops. Thanks so much for sticking with me, for sticking with the podcast. Uh, it's been great, and uh, it has been a great 2019 being with you all and being able to, to share things and uh, have a great time talking about books. Thanks to especially to all my guests who've been willing to be interviewed. And uh, have a great day. Day, a great week and happy re-